Hi. If you move the controllers in a certain way that I can't remember, you can make Crash Bandicoot look like he's humping, so you can move him to stuff and make him hump it. That's a pro tip from me. And what's your name? Ellen! And I'm Jasmine, and I just feel like the people need more civic buildings. And this is... (laughs) High High Expectations! expectations. I never know what you're going to say. I just... (sighs) Either I have to follow you... And that's intimidating, or mine just gets pwned by yours. What, what do you mean people need more civic buildings? <laughs> it's a reference to a game I used to play. Oh, okay. And, um, it's a game called Black and White. Black okay. or White. Black, oh, yeah. Black and White or Black or White. I think it's Black and White. And it's where you play a god, mm-hmm. and you're either a white god and merciful, or a black god and evil. I know. Um, <laughs> I'm making a face. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, um, and that's problematic. <laughs> and you're looking after a town yeah. and you can be like, I will smite this person. I'll help this person. I will do whatever. Oh my God. I would smite everywhere. Right. <laughs> so my, my problem with this game was that like, one, the people of the town would say the same phrases quite a lot. And one of them was, we need more civic buildings. Oh my God. That person should be smited. They're whingy. Maybe not want to give them civic buildings to turn into a, an evil god. <laughs> but at the same time, I remember playing a lot while I was listening to um, the Seagull Rose album, parenthesis, brackets, whatever. And so the music from that album is forever s- combined in my mind with playing black and white and the phrase, we need more civic buildings. <laughs> it's like Seagull Ross, so smooth, so soothing. Stop it with the civic buildings! <laughs> I suppose we should just get into it. Um, today we're going to be talking about, you know, retro games. Old yeah. games, games from our childhood. Yeah. You know, just anything to do with video games. Could also be board games. Tag, yeah. or tig as they call it in some parts of New Zealand. Disgusting. Do they call it tag in the States? They call it tag. You're it? I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do they call it? What do you guys call tag? You well, know, I don't like, tell us. You're it. Please write in, yeah. What kind of games did you like playing? Oh, a whole bunch. I, As you know, I made up a lot of stuff. And was very, like, imaginative. And I, like, had my... I've told you a lot about how I used to make communities out of Lego or Duplo. And then I would, like, make up stories. So kind of like a, a, a pre-Sims Sims. But, like, I don't know, I guess more community-focused. I'm not sure. You're not just in one house. Like, it's, like, how the neighbours interact and stuff. That was something I was very into. But once I started playing more video games, we did get a PlayStation when I was really young, which was, you know, pretty cool. But my understanding of PlayStation, or the funnest thing I wanted to do, was watch everyone else play. And apparently it's not uncommon, but, like, some people don't want to play. They just want to watch. It's very common now. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. So it was like, what's it called? Twitch before Twitch. Yeah. That's what I was into. You are Let's Playing before Let's Playing. Yeah. <laughs> That's totally what I was doing. Yeah, good point. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a weirdo. <laughs> Everyone does it. <laughs> but we had Crash Bandicoot, Pandanomian, which was like, I don't know, some medieval olden style game. We had Mickey Mouse's Adventures. Okay. That was really hard, I remember. And also Pandemonium was pretty hard. But my favourite game when I was young was Spyro. Spyro the Dragon. Oh, yeah. And 
oh my god did I love that game I actually played that one and I clocked the whole thing I remember and it was the only game I've ever really gotten into cool yeah so basically like if you don't know what Spyro is I'm, I'm sure everyone knows but you're just this little purple dragon just like flying around having adventures and getting eggs I'm pretty sure it's a lot like Crash Bandicoot but more like magical I thought <laughs> yeah I, mean, I remember my brother had it I think because he had a PlayStation. We didn't have consoles growing up for a long time. And then oh, okay. He made this big campaign and got on PlayStation. <laughs> so why didn't he have consoles? Um, because we we grew up having, like, Windows computers. Oh, yeah. And so there was no point getting a, a games console. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we just never did. I suppose that makes sense, because both you and your brother were very into computers, eh? Yeah. We both working. So I used to play games on the computer. And I was into usually quite chill games. Like, I could just play without actually having to compete these, like, levels and, like, get higher and higher and higher. They were my favourite type. So I was really fond of things like SimCity mm-hmm. and driving games where you just kind of drive. Mm. And you don't have to, like, complete missions or anything. So if you ever play, like, Grand Theft Auto games, I just drive. I don't... Oh, me too. I never do missions. I don't care about missions. I just want to listen to the music and drive around. <laughs> um, yeah, so Black or White. That was one of the games I used to play. And I probably... I was probably a bit more involved, especially because I wasn't building enough civic buildings. <laughs> I played Sims for a while, but I got really annoyed at having to make them go to the toilet all the time. Oh, you could turn their um, free will on and off so they could go to the toilet by themselves. But I'm, oh. I'm like very into control so I like turning the free will off so I got to do make them do everything okay but there was a feature where you could like they could go to the toilet if they needed to and stuff oh I wish I knew that yeah <laughs> I'm pretty maybe that's maybe that's not in the first game I'm not sure but mm. I played sims all the way through I haven't got sims 4 but I have I did get sims on my phone at one point and people started teasing me about how often I was playing it like I was going out of control because I, I think it's because I'm quite nurturing so games like that are very appeal to me a lot because I like the idea of like looking after stuff and like mm. maintaining things. I was also very into Farmville for a while, which is like all about like growing plants. <laughs> We're so boring. We just like I just like to drive around. Just, like I just like to grow plants. Yes. Yeah. Some of my fondest memories is just being in my bedroom, listening to some cool album and just playing solitaire on the computer. Solitaire is or ass. Solitaire or Mahjong. Yep. Just because I, it was more so I could do something with my with my hands or whatever, just like, but more, but mostly listen to the music. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have really good memories. I remember one time there was a thunderstorm outside and I was listening to, like, Bjork or something. I was like, well, cool. Yeah, that is really yeah. cool. I listened to a lot of music while I was playing SimCity. And I, like, dabbled in, like, the 3D shooter kind of stuff. Mm. But I never, like, having to solve all the puzzles and stuff. I just wanted to, like, walk around and explore the worlds. Yeah. you're always getting shot at, so you had to, like, shoot back. But I'd much rather if there was just, like, no one there and you just, like, wander around and explore <laughs> a big castle or a dungeon or something. That sounds like a little bit more like Minecraft, maybe. But Minecraft, yeah, yeah. You, you can play game mode, I'm pretty sure. So that's when, like, creepers can mm. come. And, or you can, like, turn it off and just, like, build amazing stuff. Like, I think... Our friend Dan, he made, like, a replica of um, a building from a Studio Ghibli movie. Like, you can make some amazing shit. Or my friend Hien, she made a cat fountain. No, she made made a cat island. And I told her about the cat fountain. 
but yeah, she just has an island like full of cats in Minecraft that she likes to go to. That's cool. <laughs> but you can make a cat fountain, which mm. is like oh, <laughs> this weird glitch in the game where all of the cats are attracted to one spot and then they just start falling off as well. So it does literally look like a fountain of cats. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I played Minecraft for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't and- know that about you. Yeah, I got really sick of clicking the mouse button. Oh. Because I, because, you know, I don't do missions. Mm-hmm. I didn't think, oh, maybe there's an easier way. You don't have to constantly go click, 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 click. Once I actually looked up some instructions, I learned how to, like, create some faster tools. Oh, yeah. And you could dig faster. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mostly played Minecraft as an excuse to listen to music and just, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not super into games now as an adult. My boyfriend really, really is. Hamish. And he basically says, like, it's just like... It is quite stigmatized, I think. But he argues it's just like anything else. It's like a movie, like a book. It's like a story, but you can get immersed in it. You can actually interact with the story. And I can totally dig that. It's just Mm. like... I guess gaming is like a hobby like anything else. And you kind of choose your demons in a way, you know? Like, do you want to spend all of your time on knitting? Or sewing or gaming or reading you know there's like Mm. always something else you could be doing but you choose to spend your time on that particular thing you're not really into gaming now are you no i i don't mind watching some like chill games and stuff i just stopped being able to keep up with what you needed to have to buy to keep Mm. to better play the games yeah and like i have a macbook air and it just it's not a gaming laptop no briefly try to play world of warcraft on it and it made it sound like it was going to explode oh my gosh <laughs> also world of warcraft is one of those ones where they like really get you hooked and you're up yeah. all night playing yeah <laughs> yeah i was basically just doing it so i could like hang out with a girl but turns out world of warcraft doesn't work like it does on the south park episode about it so i <laughs> i am couldn't i gave up oh did you give up on the girl yeah Sorry. <laughs> but not sorry. Oh, I know who we're talking about now. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, games. So the other thing we had growing up as a Game Boy was my dad's. And we had, I remember very vividly all the games we had. We had Tetris, which I played nonstop. And uh, Kirby's Pinball Land. So it's probably one of the most stressful games in existence. Wow. I just told you that my boyfriend's really into gaming. Like, he games 24-7. He played Kirby's Pinball Land and he told me, I don't want to play this. It's too frustrating. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, (laughs) this game is literally from the 90s and still working in my Game Boy. But it just kind of craps out and sometimes it makes this noise like, and then I have to just turn it off. But basically, you're this little cute pinball with a face so you're Kirby yeah you know Kirby has like arms and legs but in this one he loses his arms and legs and just turns into a ball so you can ping him around it's really kind of hard to explain but like yeah it is essentially pinball but you are basically trying to hit things and gain points and then if you hit things enough and gain enough points then you get to go to bonus levels and stuff there are three levels and at the top level which is incredibly hard to stay on if you manage to hit things enough, you eventually get to go on a star and go to beat a boss. And if you beat a boss, you clock the level. This is how hard the game is. I've been playing this game for many years. I have only ever beat one boss once. Wow. It, it, I don't get you to play it sometime because it's just 
out of control hard. You're constantly falling down to the bottom. And then when you fall right down to the bottom, you have a chance to shove yourself back up again. But if you, I don't know, I, I've never been able to figure it out. If you jam the keypads wrong, you don't go at, back up into the pinball land. Right. And then it makes this noise like, boop, 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 boop. And that means it's over. <laughs> See, I've played it a lot. Cool. Played it a fuck ton. Mm. Still haven't managed to clock the stupid game. <laughs> and of course, the other game I had was Pokemon on Game Boy, which is like a big, big deal for lots of people. Now it's all about the uh, Pokemon Go, walking around the streets, staring at your phone, looking like a little bit of a weirdo, but you're having fun, so it's okay. Um, when you were talking about, I need, we need more civic buildings, it really reminded me of Pokemon because when you walk up to somebody to battle them, they always say the most random shit. Like sometimes they're just like, I don't like the look of you, but sometimes they're like, I like shorts. <laughs> <laughs> And then this really, really terrifying music plays, and then you're like, high-paced zone, the scary music, Pokemon versus Pokemon. Yeah. Uh. But it all starts with, I like your shorts. (laughs) 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 All I can think of is whoever developed the game, maybe they had a really weird sense of humor, or maybe they were like, I don't know that much English, so I'll just put in what I know. (laughs) There's a thing, eh? Like, you've got to make your games in a way that they're not so easy that they're boring, but also not so hard that they're boring. Yeah. You know? So it's that fine, fine balance. And I think the early games that we were playing, because they are kind of in the rudimentary stages of the games we know today, they're fucking hard as. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard some people tell me that the reboot of Crash Bandicoot is harder. I've heard others tell me that the reboot of Crash Bandicoot is easier. And I don't know, but that should be hard. And I'm sure that the original was also fucking hard. Because mm. there's so many more buttons on the controllers now. Yeah. They can do more functions. But like back in my day, it was just like left, right, up, down, and like hit. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm a very old school gamer because I don't use the toggles. Is that what they're called? Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't like the toggles. <laughs> I think I've just made that word up. That word is like the word for a, um, what's it called? A duffel coat, isn't it? Duffels. Are they toggles? Oh, like a joystick. <laughs> yeah. Little joysticks. Yeah. I like to call them toggles because why not? <laughs> Yeah, I knew what you mean. I yeah, there you go. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, everyone's listening in on this is like, these girls do not game at all. What are they called, listeners? I think they're called toggles. I'm going to call them toggles. Yeah. If you don't like it, deal with it. Toggles. Like, okay, but you know how you can just press the keys, like the directional keys? Mm-hmm. Um, I play with those, and Hamish always laughs at me, and I'm like, why? I think it gives me more precision. And he's like, it's so much easier to use the other ones. Is it, though? Is it, though? I don't think so. Maybe on his newer games it is. But I thought on Crash Bandicoot it gave me more precision. It's like, you know, the difference between an automatic and a manual. That's what I think. Hmm. Anyway, one time I did play his Destiny. This is how much of a gamer I am not. And, I, and he tried to show me how to, like, throw a grenade. Because he has multiple weapons as well. So it's like, throw a grenade or, like, get this gun and shoot it. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And he's like, you know, the ones at the back that you can press? Oh, yeah. That really came into play. And I was just like, I don't know my left from my right. So I was just, I was fucked. <laughs> Not gonna lie, it's hard for me to drive and it's hard for me to game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I mostly play with the with the mouse. But at first, it was all like the 
arrow keys and it became like the mouse. Yeah. But they use like a console thing. I don't like the joystick toggles. <laughs> uh. This episode should just be called We Hate Toggles. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be like, what? The button's on a duffel no. coat? I'm going to search for console. Oh, there you go. Console controller toggle. <laughs> this analog it came up first entry analog stick toggle run oh they are called toggles they are toggles are we not idiots <laughs> I'll do a control F for toggle <laughs> there are zero out of zero uh, results on this wikipedia page but it knew what we were talking about so what do you call the directional buttons? Does it say it there? I guess they're just arrow keys. Arrow keys? Okay. Oh, I thought the toggles were up the top, but they're down the bottom. Yeah, they are. Man, we do oh. not game, do we? No. <laughs> I think it's because you can, like, hold and then with your thumbs. Oh, yeah. Rather than putting your thumb up the top to move the directional keys. Yeah. Oh, that's annoying, though. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah. Okay. Give them those tap taps. <laughs> Maybe we should recommend that anyone who does a lot of gaming does not listen to this episode. <laughs> We're just going to frustrate you. Ah! I did play those Portal games, Portal 1 and Portal 2, on my computer. And they were I liked those because they were challenging, but more like mentally, spatially challenging. Like, it's a game where you have a, a portal gun where you shoot two portals and you go into one of the holes you'll come out the other hole yeah so you have to like get into oh, different like areas of other things to like be able to complete the levels yes and so you had to get quite smart about sort of physics and oh my god stuff. no i'm scared so now it's was, <laughs> it was an amusing game as well because like yeah. the the robot that's helping you through is really like antagonistic and like trying to kill you at the same time oh my god that sounds awesome yeah it sounds scary, but also... Okay, one more name is this. How, not Hal. Dorothy, not Dorothy. Is this the name of the robot? Yeah. That sounds like, um... People who are listening right now are yelling it at their podcast app. Jaslyn, it's, it's not Nancy. It's John. Anyway, this it's robot really is called... Called GLaDOS. Oh. So I was thinking like Glynis, Nancy, old name GLaDOS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they had this like cute cute cube with like love hats on them and stuff it's like sweet no oh, okay the cool friend cube companion cube look how cute they are oh my gosh and like carry them around with you and it like, gives you company oh yeah did you play outdoor games like I used to play like, oh, a... always 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 inside no but what about like at night like with like neighborhood kids did you ever play spotlight um yeah like sometimes with friends and stuff yeah We'd sleep like this. Yeah. Yeah, Spotlight is fun. Yeah. We should play Spotlight now as adults. Yeah. Is that a is that a bad idea? Well, um I think it should be fun. Find some sort of dark area to like, hide around. Yeah. It's kinda of scary, eh? Yeah. It's thrilling. Oh my gosh. We used to play outside a lot, but again it was a lot more kind of imaginative stuff. And we always used to hang out in trees, like when we were young we were like desperate to get a tree house. So we just made this tree into our tree house. And at one point we made a flax bush into a treehouse, but then we kept sliding out of the flax bush because that's how you, that, that was our like exit strategy. Right. But then we destroyed the flax bush. Ah. Yeah. We got in a lot of trouble for that. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> we had a trampoline as well. 
That's cool. Yeah, yeah it was really trampoline. cool. Played with like water balloons and stuff. I actually started doing water fights at high school and then we'd turn up to our I've told you this story before. No. We'd been doing it for like a good week and we'd turn up to class like with our uniforms just drenched and then we'd just dry out in the afternoon. <laughs> and we kept doing this because we thought it was fucking so much fun. And no teacher stopped us for the longest time until wow. one day this really prissy science teacher stopped us and then we got sent to the deputy principal's office and she like yelled at us full on she was like so mad and she was like you're gonna come back after school for detention so we came back after school and then we waited there for like hours she'd she'd confiscated our like water guns and stuff we got really into this we bought water guns even to school (laughs) and so then we just sat around talking waiting for her and then she showed up maybe an hour or two later laughing i don't know what happened in between then but her like mood completely changed she was in such a good mood they play with water guns in the staff room. <laughs> and then she, like, had gave back our confiscated water guns, like, oh, look, it leaked a little bit on the carpet, lol, lol, lol. And, like, it was they, never mentioned again. They tell you how to water fight. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, that is fun. I get why they did and that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another cool game I've played as an adult is... um. Like, hide-and-go-seek, except you use your cell phones and you're out in the city. So you have to, like, oh. give the other person clues as to where you are, but make them really cryptic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they have to try and figure it out and find you. It's just us trying to meet up in the city, isn't it? <laughs> hey! <laughs> That's we, 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 may, we, may, we way better these days. Yeah, so, like... We don't really play games. We don't play games. I, <laughs> I watch games a lot more now. Yeah. Like, more to relate. I've been watching some, like, role-playing games, mm-hmm. but not, like, fantasy, I'm a wizard. <laughs> just more, like, real-world role-playing, like, mm-hmm. there's these ones that use, like, the Grand Theft Auto 5 kind of servers, and they just pretend to be, like, civilians or police officers, and it's all, like, real-world, they've got, like, license plate databases and, like, driver's licenses and things, and they give, us, they give them tickets and drive around like they're real, and it's, like, all, like... You never, like, break character. You just do that. That's bizarre. Yeah. And sometimes I watch them to, like, wind down. Which, of course, yeah. my YouTube is just like, you like that video? Here's <laughs> 500 of them. <laughs> so we mixed it up, eh? We started watching yeah. AliExpress try-on videos. Yeah, and that's taken over my YouTube now. <laughs> I'm all about, look at this haul I got from Wish.com. I tried on these swimsuits from Zaffo. And like, <laughs> just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad you're with me on the whole, like, try-on haul thing. Anyway, yeah. back to games. Back to games. <laughs> back to um, games, back to games. I had a lot of board games growing up, too. As you know, I'm not a huge fan of board games. Yeah, we had that one episode called We Hate Board Games. No. The episode, uh, the one in which Jasmine keeps trying to say she hates board games, but we got distracted all the time. <laughs> I do have a soft spot for Snakes and Ladders. Oh my god. That's such a boring game. I know, but it's easy. It's yeah, like, like low key. Yeah, that's true. You just like roll a dice, go up a ladder, roll a dice, slide down a snake. Like, you know. One time I invited a friend over recently to, to make a puzzle. And we are both like, this is shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I love doing puzzles. Puzzles and crosswords while I listen to music as well. Oh, yeah. I see everything I do is an excuse to listen to music. 
Are we basically talking about anything but games? Yeah, okay. Well, now we're done with games. <laughs> Let us know what your favourite games were. Yeah, please do. <laughs> Maybe we'll read them out. People did write into us, actually. Oh, did they? We were asking stuff about 90s nostalgia. Yeah. But I don't know if I can find it. That's all good. I think Brent like playing Halo games. Halo? I think Halo. Oh, yeah. That's all I can remember. Yeah. And Diana played that weird board game. They were like, is this a board game or a childhood game? It was like, weird. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> let's do some listener mail because it's been ages. Yeah. This might be our, our last one of the year and I've, I think our second one of the year. <laughs> no pressure or anything. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's the mailbox song. Totally rehearsed and totally knowing in advance. Oh my god, it's the mailbox song. The mailbox song. <laughs> my mum says I'm no Eminem, but she's no nice mum when she says that. <laughs> I don't really get mail, but sometimes I do. Because no one wanted to be my pen pal. It's pretty sad. It's the mailbox song. Oh my god. Amazing. <laughs> if you want to be Alan's pen pal, write to her. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Speaking of someone who wrote to us, we'll kick things off with a great email we got. And it's from Chanel from Canada. Mm hmm. Hi, Alan and Jazlyn. My favorite thing about this entire thing is that Jazlyn's name is spelled. J-A-Z-Z-L-Y-N. And I think she should legally change her name. So it's spelled this way. (laughs) I wanted to email and let you know how much I've been enjoying your podcast. High expectations! I will be traveling to New Zealand in January and I was initially searching for a travel podcast about your country. I found your podcast instead and thought thought I'd give it a try. Sorry. I had just watched Nanette on Netflix and your episode about it jumped out at me. Probably one of our best episodes, by the way. Side note, check it out now if you haven't already. Listened to it and was instantly hooked. I love your quirky sense of humour, your queer and feminist take on pop culture, and your casual and fun back and forth banter. I laughed all the way through your bad breakup stories, ghosting stories, and your hilarious Sorry X Your Wonderful series. Those typewritten notes from your high school ex were so deliciously cringeworthy. (laughs) I have a long commute to and from work, but recently I've been really looking forward to it so I can catch up on some more of your old episodes. Please keep making new episodes. It really brightens my day. She is from Victoria, BC, Canada, Chanel. Oh, that's really nice to see. Oh, nice. Jason sent this to me a few days ago and I was like, warm fuzzies for the day. Yeah. Made our day. Yeah, it did. Like... I often get hooked on podcasts and it's cool to know that ours is, like, bingeable, you know? I like to think it is. I definitely think it is. I just think, I don't know, people are lazy. (laughs) (laughs) I always make playlists on our SoundCloud site of all the episodes, season by season. Mm -hmm. So if you ever wanted to be totally, like, lazy about it, you just play a playlist. Yeah, totally. always go through each episode. Yep. Or play (laughs) Solitaire and listen to our podcast. Yeah awesome yeah <laughs> she really appreciates those episodes that's some of my favorites as well like the ghosting stories yeah me too so wonderful some personal faves oh definitely and then that is great i'm really proud of that episode yeah i think the sorry a wonderful series is like 
probably some of our best stuff. I think so. They're, they're very good. Hopefully we'll have some more of them next year. Yeah, or maybe something slightly different. Yeah. We're knows? making some plans at the moment, but definitely more of the cold, kind of like personal stories type yeah. things, hey? Yeah. But the bit of the end here, please keep making new episodes. Kind of maybe feel a bit bad because we're coming to the end of the season. Yeah. And we're going to take a break and we'll be back with season four. So it gives you plenty of time to catch up on all the episodes. Yeah. Or re-listen to your faves. Yeah. And we're not, like, going to disappear ever. We're probably... Jason and I have joked that we're probably going to make this podcast until we, like, die. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to keep going. Um, but over our break, you now we'll, we'll have our Christmas special. Mm-hmm. And maybe a few other little mini episodes. Maybe. We'll see. But, um, yeah. Thank you so much for writing it. Yeah, thank you, Chanel. All right. Next thing. Some iTunes reviews. One is from Allison from Dumb and Busted. She says, love these ladies. Five stars. I was sucked in right away. These two are so much fun to listen to. And I don't just mean their accents. Although those are clearly delightful as well. <laughs> Highly recommend hitting that subscribe button if you want your commute to go a whole lot quicker. Awesome. Okay, so this review is from Jenny from the Wives Tales podcast. Yes. She is the co-host. She is. <laughs> Hi, Jenny. This is such a fun podcast. Jaslyn and Ellen are absolutely adorable, funny and smart, as they can be with their fun accents to boot. Everyone loves our accents, eh? They do. <laughs> they offer good life advice and talk hilariously about things that may or may not meet your expectations. High expectations. High expectations. <laughs> it's such a clever concept and for sure a must listen. Thanks, Jenny. Thanks, Jenny. And these both these reviews is five stars, by the way. Yeah. So obviously we're really quality. We got another review that now makes more sense to me. It's from <laughs> It says Great Listen. This is a fun and must listen podcast. But the person it's from is Cheers underscore George Went. Yeah. Which is I think that's Norm from Cheers. Ah. I'm not saying George Went. Who's placed Norm on Cheers wrote this review. But we can dream. I'm not saying he, did, he didn't either. Yeah, it could be. Even if you are, like, not George Wynn, we appreciate the fact that you also love Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, George. <laughs> we got a, a comment on one of our episodes from Lena. She says, It is so hard to meet a person who has the same needs and wants you do. And if you can count on one hand the number of really, really good friends, consider yourself lucky. I do. Hey there, Jasmine and Alan. Enjoying your talk on all things friendship. Kiss, kiss. P.S. Have a listen to Dragon Single Here Am I. And note the lyrics. It's a dreamy song and my fave of theirs. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. We will. Well, right after this. <laughs> Thanks, Lena. Our girl Angela P. She, she's a long time listener. She's great. <laughs> this is a collection of various comments from different episodes oh really oh gosh angela okay rory and logan are equally despicable and deserve one another older jess is far too good for rory nice <laughs> so that must have been like because we have a long-standing battle about logan and jess i'm jess jasmine's logan it's agree to disagree territory it's been replaced by anthony and jonathan anthony <laughs> Obviously, Jonathan. Um, by the way, when you did a poll of Andrew versus Jonathan, how many people said Jonathan? Almost everybody. <laughs> it's okay. 
lot of people like Karamo, and he didn't get as much love either. Yeah. It's all about the tan and the Jonathan, eh? It is. Oh, well, there's definitely Anthony loves out there, too. Yes. Uh, I also loved this, Lake Bell and Simon Pegg movie, Man Up. It was a pleasant surprise, given the name. I agree. Like, it doesn't sound like it's going to be a good film, but it's actually really good. Yeah. I would have nicknamed the Japanese toilet the booty bot. That is so good. <laughs> when Sean said, touch me, I'm wonderful. I kept on thinking about Reach Out and Touch Faith by Depeche Mode's, in Depeche Mode's Personal Jesus, which I legit thought was Reach Out and Touch Me. This is about a Mamma Mia episode. I absolutely love camp. Unadulterated silliness is so much fun. I could not agree more. I mean, as you know from the episode, Angela. I have met a few abhorrent, manipulative, two-faced twats like Sarah in my life. And those fucking shits can also fuck off. (laughs) And this is also about Laura Jane's episode. I could feel Laura's frustration as she lamented about the roommate situation to her friend. Yeah. Bad friends out there. Yeah. Thank you so much for writing and always commenting and listening. And yeah, we yeah. really appreciate it. We love you, Angela. <laughs> and this one is from our good buddy, Justine, from Cutaways Podcast. She said, listen to Alan in Japan. It was great hearing about toilets and money. I can't wait to go to NZ and talk about sheep. <laughs> also, Meg is from Indoors Woman's Japanese outro. It was beautiful. Her eyes. <laughs> I feel like Justine's going to be so disappointed if she comes into Wellington Airport and she'll be like, there's no sheep here. <laughs> you are, lied. But there are giant eagles. True. Mm-hmm. Um, and also we can just drive out to Macro and she can see a bunch of sheep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so this is from Meg, very good friend of ours from the Indoors Women podcast. I love the Japanese toilets. I had a fancy one in my apartment. Its heated seat was so nice in the winter. I've been thinking about this, like, very often, Meg. I didn't have heating whatsoever, and it got cold as fuck. Sometimes I just sit on the toilet to get warm, sweat smile. I think these are emojis that come up, but I'm sorry. I can't not read out sweat smile. <laughs> My Japanese friend told me they added privacy music slash sound effects because people used to flush the toilet, then sit down and do their business to disguise the noise, and it just wasted so much water. Yeah, it kind of sounds. I think it sounds like a flushing toilet, but I, I'm pretty sure some of them had sound had nature sounds as well. The toy machine slash capsules are called gashapons slash gashapon. I now know that. Thank you, Meg. <laughs> I'm sorry I let you down in the previous episode. Um, so this was to in response to our Sean Sorry or Wonderful episode where he read out live journal entries. I was pretty into live journal for a time myself. A great place for early fandom interactions. What a character Sean is. Very entertaining. I'm also guilty of eating honey off a spoon when hard pressed for sweets. I'm so glad other people, people out there are like me. I listened to uh, your rant slash rave about musicals. Um, Sarah is somehow even more charming than I expected, and she loves Tan the best too, though I waffle between him and Anthony. Yay, <laughs> Meg! <laughs> so that was, sorry, one half Sean, one half Mamma Mia episode with the lovely Sarah. Yeah. Um, I also want to point out that our lovely New Zealand listener, um, Aroha, also let us know that the toy machine things are called gashapons. Oh my god. So that's another time when people are like yelling at the podcast. It's gashapon! 
And I'm like, look, no one told me, okay? <laughs> Next. Next one. Okay, this is from our good friend Amanda from Amanda's Picture Show. Uh, go, go. She says, I have super strong feelings of love for musicals. Aww. I adore the genre and I will watch and sing along as much as I can, but I don't love every musical. <laughs> Do you love any musical? <laughs> Alan got to hear me bitch about Mamma Mia 2 on my pod. <laughs> yes. She also did a Mamma Mia episode. Yeah, I thought she was fair though. All of her criticisms were fair. Mm-hmm. Didn't make me love it any less, but I was like, I do agree. And she says, the best queer eye guy is totally tan. Or maybe Anthony. I love them both. That's so interesting. There's definitely like a tan Anthony hybrid kind of thing. Mm. Everyone like wants the best of both. They want that beautiful hair and they want that, that beautiful face. They both have beautiful faces. Okay. Maybe they just want to run off into the sunset holding each of their hands. I wonder if there's like and Anthony and tan like slash fan art. It's like Anthony. Totally. <gasps> You should find it. <laughs> I'll find it after this. <laughs> I don't know. This is from Jax from the Two Cats podcast. I just had to leave bed because I was laughing too hard and I was going to wake my, wake my partner. So thanks, Alan and Jaslyn. I'm sleeping on the couch tonight because you guys were hilarious comparing musicals to pornos. Thank you, Jax. I thought it was a great analogy. I, like, couldn't stand it. I had to chime in when she said that, and I was like, they're nothing like Portis! <laughs> <laughs> My favourite thing about that episode is, like, I realised that you and Sarah kind of have a similar dynamic to you and me, and that she just, like, rags on you. <laughs> <laughs> but we love you. Thank you. I love you, I love you both as well. <laughs> so, ages ago... We made some Twitter polls. Oh, <laughs> Twitter poll. I just realised. So the question was, what do you think of the possible poltergeist ghost recording in the Shady Bacon episode? Vote below. 48% is a poltergeist. 52% said jazz is weird in her sleep. That is so close. And I'm getting to think a lot of lot of people. And I have 25 votes. Believe in poltergeist. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a margin of error. It could be plausible. Yeah. Yeah. I voted for Jazz is Weird in her sleep. Oh. Poltergeist maybe also took my phone and walked up and down the city overnight once. And I had a 20-kilometer exercise track and then I woke up to on my phone. It was weird. Yes, this poltergeist thing is an ongoing joke. One time Jason woke up and it was like, you did a bike ride. That was like, what? How many kilometers? 20? 22 kilometers. 22 kilometers. (laughs) And you're like, I guess thanks for like the extra added boost in my fitness. But I don't think I'm like sleep cycling. Yeah. Explain that one. (laughs) It's not Jazz's weird in her sleep, it's technology's weird yeah. in her sleep. So the other poll we did was, it's from our Fantastic Outtakes episode. When you're in a restaurant or a cafe and there's like a, a table that has like a comfy kind of booth seat or a normal chair on the other side, mm-hmm. do you take the comfy seat or do you let your dinner partner have it? The ultimate sacrifice. Yep. 60% I take that comfy seat. 40% normal seat for me. Okay. So 60% of our listeners, they like ass comfort. What, what, what are you? Normal seat? Normal seat. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely comfy seat. I'm a national voter. <laughs> My bad egg. <laughs> Actually, Jaslyn makes jokes about New Zealand politics, but the other day I was like talking about Simon Bridges, which is the leader of the opposition, and she was like, who's that? 
I was talking to Amish yesterday and he said to Pippi, do you want your dinner? And I said, does a bear shit in the woods? Is Jacinda Ardern the best prime minister that's ever been prime minister of New Zealand? And he was like, is she? And I was like, yes. <laughs> so we're going to go and look at some uh, Anthony and Tan sexy fan art now and listen to a dragon song. <laughs> Have a good week and we'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Hey, this is Brett from the Home Video Hustle podcast. The podcast where I make my best friend PJ pick a random movie out of a bag and talk about it. And I want to thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend, co-worker, family member, some random person on the street. You never know, you might brighten somebody's day by telling them about this show. And if you have any comments or questions, please send an email to highexpectationspodcast at gmail.com or leave a comment on the post. Where can you find those posts? Well, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram at High Expectations Podcast or on Twitter at High EX Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, or wherever you enjoy your podcast. Have a great week and have a great rest of whatever day you're listening to this on. Peace. I was talking to Amish yesterday and he said to Pippi, do you want your dinner? And I said, does a bear shit in the woods? Is Jacinda Ardern the best Prime Minister that's ever been Prime Minister of New Zealand? And he was like, is she? And I was like, yes!